Militarily Speaking, Episode 15, The Military Wallet. This episode, we talk with Brittany Crocker, editor of The Military Wallet. Welcome to Militarily Speaking, brought to you by Armed Forces Bank. This is Tom McLean and my co-host, Jody Vickery. Again, welcome to our show. We're excited to have you listening and learning about the military wallet and how they support our military families. I do want to take just a moment and introduce our guest. We're happy to have Brittany Crocker. She is a military veteran with over 10 years of service and equal experience in the civilian journalism industry. She received both her bachelor's and master's degrees from the University of Missouri School of Journalism and was a 2016-2017 White House Press Correspondents Association scholar. As a young reporter, she worked to expose organized crime, hate groups, and deadly regulatory oversights in the child care, aviation, and tourism industries. Her award-winning columns, narrative features, and investigations have spanned multiple coverage areas and influenced life-saving policy changes. When she has free time, although it sounds like from that, you probably don't have a lot, but when she has free time, she's volunteering with her local technical rescue squad or working as a community gardener. That same passion for service led her to take the helm at the Military Wallet, which we're excited to have our audience hear about today. There she will continue its mission to provide digestible, researched, and credible finance and benefit information to her fellow veterans and service members. So we just live to say welcome to you, Brittany. Happy to have you here today. And to kick us off, I think for our listening audience that might not be familiar with the Military Wallet, could you just give them an overview of your mission and how it all got started? Sure. That's a great question. If it's all right, I'd like to actually mention both websites I manage. So that's the Military Wallet. And then also we have Veteran.com. So the Military Wallet existed long before I came to it. Air Force veteran Ryan Ganoss started this site as a blog, just documenting his experiences as he navigated the military's finance and benefit systems. He just wanted to help others do the same thing by kind of telling them how he went through it. I took over the site last year. And so since then, as you mentioned, I've just been working to kind of carry that mission forward, really closely focusing on financial subjects. So veteran.com, on the other hand, is a new site made up of legacy articles from a few different places, plus a lot of new content that's more focused specifically on benefits, such as the VA home loan or VA disability benefits, military pay allowances, that kind of thing. We will make sure that we mention both of those sites in our show notes for sure. Brittany, keeping in the subject of the military wallet too, that serves our military community, what is it? that is unique about the military community and their families that requires this type of specialized financial guidance and financial support for what they're, what they're learning to do out there? Sure. So, so to begin with, I'm a part of the military community. I joined the Army National Guard in 2011, and I served there for over 10 years. So now I've kind of made the switch, and I have about a year of service in the Navy Reserve. And Just kind of looking back on my military career, I know that I've been around the block a bit and have felt lost trying to figure out how to use things like my thrift savings plan, the GI Bill, and even how to apply for a VA home loan. And so there were a lot of articles out there when I was trying to figure this stuff out, but it felt like reading them, it just felt like a lot of them were written for people who already sort of had a grasp on investing in other subjects. But I really wanted something 
that broke this stuff down for me, Barney style, as we sometimes say in the military. (laughs) So military members, spouses, and defense contractors deal with a lot already. We're a community of extremely busy people. We want our information fast and we'd like it free from assumptions, frilly words, and anything else that can just be distracting from the point we're trying to figure out. So my mission for both these sites is to just be the resource that I needed when I was a 19-year-old private first class looking for help. So we put out comprehensive guides, articles, columns, and some tools that help just make this stuff more digestible. We're also working to just increase our online footprint so we can make this information more accessible to everyone as well. And that all just comes down to me just not wanting anyone, regardless of where they're at in their military journey, to miss out on important opportunities just because they might be hard to understand. We just want to make it easy and understandable for everyone in these situations. I think that's such an important piece of what you do. I know as a spouse, as my husband retired, and even when he was still active duty, it was very hard to one, get information from him that might have been second nature to him, and then he didn't maybe have time. So then I was left to my own devices to go search the web, find it. And as you say, it can kind of be a tricky place to navigate sometimes. So I know everything that you just described is helpful to folks like me who were trying to find their way. Yeah, it can be so daunting. (laughs) It is. It really is. Yeah. Or you get bounced from one website to the next and you never really quite feel like you've got to the bottom of the... (laughs) And how do you fact check all the stuff, right? Exactly. Especially when it deals with your finances, that can be somewhat nerve wracking to say the least. Personal. Exactly. Okay. I do want to ask a little bit, I might be selfish because I'm married to a veteran. I want to understand. I want to understand this discount part of your website that you provide as well. We've got Veterans Day coming up. I know that's probably a very busy time of year for you. But what kind of discounts are available to the military? How do they find out about those resources? You know, it looks like just scanning the website. And and from my own personal experience, there's a lot of companies that want to do right by our veterans and offer these things to them. But how do they find out and take advantage of those? Yeah. So as you can imagine, with Veterans Day coming up, discounts are my team's big focus right now. So just the easiest way to find a specific discount for a retailer on each side is, of course, to just search the brand name on our websites. However, we try to make it even easier than that. So both sites offer a handy newsletter that will send discount articles straight to your inbox as we start to creep up toward Veterans Day. We also offer printable PDF guides that you can sign up to receive. These are just simple lists of retailers that offer discounts, but they're my personal favorite way to keep track of Veterans Day discounts. I work in veteran-focused editorial publications, so I'm obviously pretty busy on Veterans Day. If I manage to get out of my home office to maybe take advantage of a discount, it's going to happen while I'm already out running another errand that's more important. So having that guide handy, I can flip through and see if there's anything near me that might be worth a stop on my way back to work. And that just really helps. Like if I'm at a doctor's appointment or physical therapy, or if I have to run out and get gas or something, and I look around and there might be, you know, a few chain places next to me, I can just say like, oh, hey, I wonder if they're doing anything today and just flip through and maybe go get something to eat. Well, I have already signed up for that, that <laughs> newsletter. I have yeah. to tell you the truth. Is that there. why you're doing something right now? Uh, yeah, yeah, no, I signed up well before today. Thank you very much. I, yeah, I was on your on your website today. I just saw you know Olive Garden, Chili's, Outback, Little Caesars. So just the I guess the common household names that are going to be in everyone's backyard that's available to to be there for a discount for our veterans. So thank you for embracing that, and making them available. For sure, definitely. 
in this economy with inflation right now, <laughs> any discount you can get, like no kidding. that's just so important. So I just wanted to add that, you know, when we track discounts, we're usually looking at companies that are at least a regional chain or maybe larger, but that doesn't mean you should overlook your local businesses. So a lot of local restaurants, stores, and boutiques will offer a Veterans Day discount or even a year-round military discount, but you may have to call or visit and ask. And I always like to encourage folks to support their local businesses however possible, and that's no different on Veterans Day. But just keep in mind whether a retailer offers a discount or not, you should always be polite and gracious to retail workers because salespeople and even local managers don't always have a say in their company policies. And right now, like people that work in retail and food service in general have just really been going through it since the pandemic and more so as we creep toward the holidays. So please, you know, ask, but regardless of the answer, just always be kind. Those are great words. Thank you. Yeah, I think, and I'm going to go tangential. Sometimes I do this, Brittany, I go tangential. So yes. just bear with me because um, we all have our roles in serving the military too. And I think Jody and I represent a company that does a really good job at that. And today we embarked on our days of giving. So all throughout the country at all of the military installations where we have a banking center, we've identified a food pantry, a food bank, or volunteer opportunities because of food insecurity. And that being an important part of some of the crises that are facing our military families. And we have a 10-day journey of trying to do what we can to give back in the form of donating food items for local organizations outside the gates or inside the gates where we operate. So That's so awesome. Thank you. From an inflationary standpoint, you're helping our veterans too, and we hope to achieve that same mission in congruence with what you're doing. So thank you. Thank you. What you guys are doing is great. That's so awesome, especially creeping up towards the holidays right now. Everybody wants to have food on the table. So I'm going to switch gears a little bit. Uh, still talking about financial education, financial resources that are out there, but you don't, without naming names or you can name names, if you had to go to your top five financial resources out there, maybe they're websites, maybe they're organizations, maybe there's the best tips that you found in your journey with Military Wallet over your time being in the service, serving our country, are there certain resources dedicated to financial education that are, are really awesome? Sure. So as a journalist, you know, by trade, when I hear resources, I think information. So I'm just going to like, I think probably number one for me, one of the most helpful like collections of information out there financially has been the Military Wallet's tax season information. So every tax season, our resident tax advisor, Jerry Ziegler, puts out a series of excellent tax guides and columns for military families. So he's a CFP, but he's also a registered tax agent. So he really knows what he's talking about. And these columns that he puts out and these guides, they cover all sorts of scenarios that are specific to military tax issues, like having to rent your home after a PCS move or combat zone tax exclusions, overseas tax rules, and just so much more. And so if you're a veteran or a contractor who doesn't qualify for the free mill tax filing anymore, like the e-filing program, the military wallet runs also an exclusive discount for H&R Block tax filing every year. So that can be one way that if you don't qualify for that program anymore, you can still get a pretty nice discount as you're filing your taxes. And then next, the housing market's just like crazy right now. And if you're in <laughs> the market an for- an understatement. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> It's wild. Like 
people calling me all the time asking to buy my house and offering these absurd amounts. And we have like no attention, <laughs> like no intention to move right now or leave. But, you know, we just keep getting these phone calls because everyone's looking for a house right now. But if you are in the market for a new house or if you're in the real estate industry, veteran.com's VA home loan content is really something to check out because with this really inflated market right now, there's a lot of myths about the VA home loan flying around still, which can sometimes put VA homeowners at a bit of a disadvantage when they're trying to compete for these homes in these markets that just don't have enough supply to go around. So we're constantly working to improve our VA loan content and get it out there so we can educate people better on this really valuable benefit and really dispel some of the myths and rumors that sometimes put our VA home buyers at a bit of a disadvantage. And then third, I just want to gush about one of my favorite articles I've read this year. <laughs> yes, do it. And you know, most of the articles I read these days are ones I'm editing. So this is one on the military wallet. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Investment and Finance Rules for Security Clearance Holders. So this one is a must read for so many people in our military community, including defense contractors. Some of my very best friends on my last deployment were contractors. So I learned a lot from them about the unique financial rules and considerations they have to deal with. So I've been working on expanding the military wallets coverage to speak on some of the subjects that cross over between our military and contractor audience. And this is definitely one of those. So security clearance holders just have to be careful with their finances. Bad financial habits, excessive debt and bankruptcy can endanger your clearance, which can then, you know, by extension, endanger your livelihood. But there's investment rules too, and not a lot of folks know that. So to create this comprehensive guide, we talked to the director of National Intelligence Office about investing in things like pot stocks, pharmaceutical marijuana and CBD companies, as well as things like foreign investments and cryptocurrency. So We'll be updating this guide as we see more crypto regulations come down the pipe. That's a big thing in the news right now. They're coming. Yep. Yeah. It's not super clear right now. And people also aren't really sure which way the market's going to go. But we're watching that kind of stuff closely. So check out the guide and then, you know, maybe bookmark it if that's something you're interested in. So you can come back and check on it in the next year or so. We'll keep up to date and keep that information coming. And then... The other one I was going to mention is that veteran.com has a wealth of information on policies that affect military members. So we really closely track the defense budget and the annual cost of living adjustment each year. And that's one reason we've been very busy this month because a lot of that stuff's coming down the pipe soon. So by doing this, though, we're able to project out next year's increases in military, federal and disability pay. In addition to allowances that are really important, like BAH, BAS, and then we have this new basic needs allowance now in the military too. So we're able to project that stuff out sometimes almost a year in advance to kind of let people know what to expect next year as they're planning, maybe doing their tax planning or planning for their next PCS move, trying to figure out like what the new BAH rate might be in their new area, what the new disability pension might be. We work pretty hard to track all that and project it out. And so far, we've been able to do it pretty accurately. I'm going to interrupt you. So that's, again, my nature. But so <laughs> when you, you, talk, you talked about crypto and some of the stuff that's out there, that's probably scary stuff. And it's from a regulatory standpoint, people are just second guessing it. But are you doing that at all in the fintech space or when people are 
we're, we're finding out that a lot of veterans are still unbanked. And as they look for places to bank or get an account or get, get a debit card or get a prepaid card, you seen any anything out there in the landscape in your reading that is beneficial to tell our audience? Yeah, so we do check out banks and try to answer some of those questions like what are some of the most competitive banks available for military members? What are some of the best for kids? If you're trying to teach your kids about good financial habits, there's some really great family savings programs out there now. One of the other ones we also kind of look at is robo-advisors. So that's not so much like banking fintech, but it is about your retirement savings. So we do a little bit of a comparison of some of those and look at what the SEC has said about how some of these work. And we have a couple sort of breakdowns about what a few offer as well on the site. So fintech something that like we're kind of slowly inching into, but we haven't fully explored no. yet. But, you know, stay tuned. <laughs> oh, and it's always changing. So mm-hmm. hard to stay up sometimes, too. And I, I know Tom cut you off. That's sometimes what he does. What, what do you so say, Jody? We, apo- we apologize. <laughs> I wanted to make sure if you had any other resources to share with our audience before we maybe jump to another topic. Yeah, well, actually, just talking about robo-advisors, savings accounts, things like that, I was going to recommend some of those reviews and roundups on the military wallet. So whether it's you know one of those types of services or you're looking for a cashback app to use to save on groceries or a credit card or even products like VPN or a home security system, we've got you covered in that area. So we've got a couple of holiday gift guides. And last year I got with my... <laughs> some of my funnier deployment buddies, and we got together and wrote a list of holiday gifts for deployed service members that deployed service members really actually want. (laughs) So things like noise canceling headphones to drown out your snoring roommates, stuff like that. And we made sure it had something on there for everyone. And we also made sure that every item can ship to overseas APO and FPO addresses. So one of the cool things that we found out doing this, there are a lot of those subscription box services that will ship to APOs and FPOs. So if you've got you know, a deployed service member overseas and you wanna show you care, but you may not be able to put together a care package every month or anything like that, there are these subscription boxes that will do that for you. So you can find something they're interested in sign them up and once a month they'll get a surprise whether that's coffee nice razors to shave with you know snack boxes all that kind of fun stuff sweet that's that's awesome yeah i might have to check out the noise canceling headphones i may have a (laughs) and the snoring thing my my wife will get me that snores yes yes (laughs) (laughs) yeah actually i wrote down a tip about all the different resources things that either i would have loved to have known or i might still go check out now actually so very very useful information You mentioned the thrift savings plan earlier in our conversation. I know you've got an entire section really devoted to that. And I agree with you. It can be kind of overwhelming or intimidating to figure out what to do, how to do it. Can you share with us a little bit more about what you offer in that regard and how a military service member or their family might benefit from the information on your site? Sure. So that section of the site is just one of the content categories on the military wallet. The thrift savings plan, it's just this excellent retirement savings opportunity for many military members, but also for federal employees. So with it, you can invest directly into index funds that match your risk tolerance. For young, aggressive investors like me, the CNS funds allow you to invest directly into the S&P 500 and the Dow Jones index. Those kind of funds just track the whole stock market performance. So they're super diversified. And it's just this incredible 
investment opportunity. And I can tell you the sooner you start taking advantage of it, the better, because it took me way too long to start. But this section of our website, we try to put in a lot of information to help new investors get started, but also to help service members who are nearing retirement navigate their options. So there's some information in there about early retirement set payments, rollovers, and more kind of things like that. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, we we on the military banking side, we hire a lot of a lot of young people and a lot of people that PCS, a lot of military spouses that we hire, military dependents, and no matter how much you share with them about the value of investing in yourself at at that age, it's tough to convince them. You can do it graphically, you can do it with rates of return calculations for them, but until they until they figure it out or until that it goes off in their head that they need to start saving for something down the road, retirement or otherwise, that it's getting them started. That's the hard part. So educating them gives them the confidence to think that they can do it. Mm-hmm. For me, I just, it took me a long time. Again, it was one of those things where I kept trying to find information about it, but it was so, it was just written at this Forbes level where people who might already have $100,000 to invest might understand how this stuff's written. But, you know, 19 year old private first class Crocker was just lost in the sauce. (laughs) So there was a bit of that. And then I got a 401k, you know, through my civilian job because I worked in the National Guard. So I had two jobs and I was like, well, what's the point of having two? I don't want to deal with like having to calculate up to make sure I don't go over my contribution limits, all that kind of thing. But once I started investing in my TSP while I was deployed, I started to really appreciate just kind of its simplicity, being able to really just get directly in those index funds, you know, rather than having an asset mix of like a whole bunch of different types of things to get that diversity. You can put it all in a couple funds and get the same amount of diversity and just make it easier to keep track of. So I, I kind of split now my retirement savings. Like I contribute both in my TSP and I contribute in my 401k too. And it involves some careful calculations, like I said, to make sure that I don't end up exceeding the maximum contribution limit each year. But by doing that, I can, you know, keep one fund very high risk and aggressive. And then on my civilian side, you know, it may be a slightly more still aggressive, but a little more moderate, I would say. Yeah, it's good advice. So I signed up for your on your website to subscribe to your newsletter. And I'm glad I did because I get I get some information directly to me. So whatever's hot off the press is going to be top of mind for me. But signing up is probably less than 8.3 seconds. So <laughs> it's really easy to sign up for, for the newsletter. What what would somebody expect if, if our audience members or if Jody I've signed up? I've already done it. Okay. Well, I've already done it. <laughs> what, what would they expect down the road subscribing to your newsletter? Yeah. So that's a great question. The Military Wallets newsletter is actually one of my favorite things that I get to work on. So for my part, I send out a curated monthly editorial newsletter, and it includes some of my favorite recent content, any new military-focused discounts, and giveaways that I come across, too. But it also includes a personal letter from me to the readers just about what's been going on that month, things that are important to pay attention to, sometimes just a fun story. And I love this part because a lot of my readers write back. So I get to learn a bit more about my audience every month. And I also get to hear about the things that are most important to my readers, which, you know, in turn influences our content to make sure that we're putting out the stuff that everyone wants to read. But additionally, once you're signed up for that, my team will send out another newsletter at least once a week. So these ones are usually really discounts focused, but sometimes they include some sponsor content as well. 
And those are something that just kind of, you know, keeps you guys up to date about what's going on, what kind of things we're covering in between my missives, because I get a little busy. So once a month right now is about all I can personally commit to for those. But mm-hmm. I do love doing it. I do love talking to readers. And it's it's always a fun interaction. And it's always great to, you know, hear back from the people that you that you do it all for. Couldn't agree more. So you, you edit a lot of articles, right? Lots. <laughs> So where did you get this passion for editing articles? (laughs) I was always a writer, like growing up, I really enjoyed it. I really loved journalism and I did not think I would be able to make a career out of it, but I got into my dream school and was able to make it work. I loved kind of the public service element of reporting and worked, you know, at a few different publications. And when I left my last newspaper for this for this role, it wasn't lost on me that, you know, I was going to get to give back to my own people, like my own community, military mm-hmm. members, veterans, like the people that I identify the most strongly with. And that was just something that's been really important to me. So it's been, you know, sometimes difficult coming into two pre-existing websites that I, you know, previously had no control over the content and looking at that kind of stuff that's sometimes mountainous. <laughs> and saying, okay, well, we've got all of these, you know, things to look at, let's do it one by one, and really try to kind of go through and edit each of these articles into the most concise, helpful, digestible guide or article on the internet. (laughs) And, you know, it's a tall order, but we, we do our best, we take our time. And, you know, through doing that, editing has become a passion, because I hear from my readers, I talk to them, I know them, they're me, like they're the young private first class, they're the mid-career officer, person, you know, nearing their retirement or their high year of tenure, trying to figure out what to do next. They might be a reservist who's trying to figure out how things work when they're also doing a civilian job that keeps them very busy. These are the people that, you know, I relate to. So I love to provide that service and editing is the biggest part of it. I also love to write, you know, and I love to assign new content and edit and publish that too. But yeah, I would say reading like existing content and new content, editing that and publishing is probably (laughs) probably the bigger part of my job, but it's a lot of fun. It's kind of like carving stuff. (laughs) You get something that you know what you want, you know what your readers can use and you just sort of mold and shape that with the writer until you come out with a product that everyone's proud of. My, my brother's a writer. He work, works as a sports columnist and you know he spends like eight or 10 hours just on one article, but he knows the importance of the article to the, to the mom and dad and their kids because he covers high school sports. So he knows the value of every word that he selects. So he goes over and over and over again, almost analysis paralysis he, he takes such great pride and passion in the words that he uses because they're memorialized and they're meaningful to the reader. And so thank you for editing. I'm, I'm kind of an in-house editor, right? He likes to fancy <laughs> himself as an editor. And I'm not, and I'm quick to, I'm quick to be critical too. If you say that something is, incorrectly. That is also right? true. He's uh, got yeah. a few pet, pet peeves also. So Brittany and I get along pretty well, don't we? Cause she oh, edits great. and I edit. Yeah. I edit verbally. You edit in your, <laughs> with your pen. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's so important, especially in this day and age, you know, misinformation, just guides that are out there to capitalize on like ads, but don't necessarily give you a lot of information. Those kinds of things are out there and they're crafted really well to be 
pretty high up sometimes and get a lot of traffic. And there's nothing more frustrating when you're on the hunt for information than clicking an article and walking away knowing no more than you did when you right. came to the site. <laughs> right. And possibly even knowing less because sometimes it's just <laughs> it's just so confusing. And when things point you in the wrong direction, it, it's really bad. But with finance topics especially, like finance is, you know, currency is what we have to build our lives with. We build our lives on it. It's how we purchase our homes, how we feed our families, how we plan for our retirement and our you know, medical care and all of these kinds of things that really shape our lives. So when there's bad financial information out there, it's one of the most harmful things possible. So we do our best to make sure that everything we put out is easy to understand, accurate, and overall just helpful. Brittany, you, you nailed it. Thank you for coming on the show today. Thank you for preparing with thoughtful responses, very good informative information that informative information. Can, is that redundant? It might so, be. Are yeah. you editing yourself now? Yes. Okay, good. Our audience is going to love hearing about all the great things that you shared with them today. And before we get to our final segment, will you stick around just for a couple more minutes, Brittany? Sure. We're going to, we're going to play the military minute. It's a game. Uh-oh. I know. All right, you ready? We're going to play the last last week's military minute was a question regarding armed forces insurance, AFI. Do you remember the question, Jody? I do. I do, actually. I asked it on the show. It was, does AFI insure classic and antique cars? So you have a 50-50 shot. What do you think the answer is, <laughs> Brittany? Armed forces insurance, a reputable company, been around for a century. Do they insure classic and antique cars? I would say yes. You're correct. Assuming that they're road safe. You know. Right. <laughs> and and your prize was to spend time with us today. Oh, cool. <laughs> and and, and yeah. now you want a receipt. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, so this week's military topic is, guess what? It's going to be about the military wallet. And there, don't forget about veteran.com because that's the other website too. The question is, how many types of thrift savings contributions are there? That's a tough one. That's not for you, Brittany. About it here. This is for our audience. But I bet you can find the answer on our site. On our website? Yeah. Yeah. So the answer will be, we'll have the answer next week, or you can jump into our onto our Facebook or Instagram account to answer. And if you know the answer, submit it. You have a chance to get $50 for yourself, and then we donate $50 to a charity of your choice on behalf of you, which is my favorite part of the whole military minute anyway, is to give back to the community. So thank you, Brittany Crocker from MilitaryWalletVeteran.com. And a long history and of accolades and awards that you got. Just go to Brittany Crocker's LinkedIn page, and you'll see you'll see a lot of the, the journalism awards that you won over the years. So congratulations to you! Oh, thank you. And be sure to learn more at what's the website again? www.themilitarywallet.com or www.veteran.com. That's right. And if you enjoyed today's episode, go out to afbank.com and subscribe to the show. And also, please be sure to rate us, leave a comment on your favorite podcast platform, such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube. We'd love to hear from you.
Copyright 2022 Armed Forces Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. All non-Armed Forces Bank-owned apps, websites, company names, and product names are trademarks or registered trademarks of their respective owners. Their mention does not imply any affiliation with or endorsement by Armed Forces Bank of them or their products and services. They are merely used as examples of the many available apps, companies, and websites that offer similar services. Before using any app or website, you should carefully review the terms of use, data collection, and privacy policy. Apps may have an initial cost or in-application purchase features. This information is general in nature and is not intended to be legal, tax, or financial advice. Although Armed Forces Bank believes this information to be accurate, it cannot ensure that it could change. Statements or opinions of individuals referenced herein are their own, not Armed Forces Bank. Consult an appropriate professional concerning your specific situation and respective governing bodies for applicable laws, such as IRS.gov for current tax law, Armed Forces Bank, the Armed Forces Bank logo, and the Militarily Speaking logo are registered trademarks of Armed Forces Bank.